Can we encourage Ty as he comes up? Thank you very much. Feel free to take a seat. It is great to have you at church tonight. And I did want to say too, um, if this is your first time to church or you've come back and you haven't been here for a while, I want to say it is really cool to have you here. It's awesome to have you along and we'd love to meet you afterwards. That's why we do dinner um, here so we can hang out. There's even board games out there, ping pong, all those things and so we can hang out and get to know each other. Um, so please don't leave without coming um, and chatting to different people here. But yeah, it's awesome to have you along. Um, as I was preparing this message and thinking um, about the passage uh, tonight, we're looking at Galatians 5. I was sort of thinking about a few things and I was thinking that as a people, it's really interesting how we can be really reflective of our emotions and our feelings um, when we want to be. Like sometimes we can just see it so clearly. And one of those things I reckon is uh, when people haven't eaten much and they say, I'm sorry, I'm just hangry. And they can just see it so clearly within themselves. And maybe you just thought, what did you just say? Maybe you haven't heard this before and it's hangry. Um, and it's if this combination of being hungry and angry. And at the moment, as I'm seeing this, I'm seeing a few of you point to the people beside you being like, yep, I see this regularly. I'm just calling that out, no. And, and it's this combination of being, yeah, hungry and angry. And it comes together in this thing called hangry. And it's not, it's not a good thing. And, I, and I'm definitely not encouraging it. But sometimes if someone hasn't had their smashed avo in the morning, and it's got to about 10.30, maybe 12 o'clock, they begin to feel a bit hangry. Maybe they haven't had their flat white. Maybe they haven't had whatever it is and they've worked hard and they're all of a sudden this different person. And you think to yourself, all I need to do is get my husband, my wife, my friend, my sibling, all I need to do is get them food and then I'll have them back. Then they'll be all happy and they'll be all good and then we can get on with life. And you think, man, they're such a different person. You know, they're great when they're themselves, but man, when they're hangry, they're a different person. And it's this real difference. And I'm not gonna lie, just recently, I actually, sadly to say, saw this in my own life. I um, just in the last week actually moved out of home with some mates. Yes, I'm a big boy now. Uh, it's very exciting. And, um, and we moved out and we're getting everything set up. And I was really excited because we were going to, um, around on, on move day, we were going to go to the shops and just buy some of those things that we didn't have. Um, and, you know, just those little things that we realized, oh, we didn't have this. You know, just little things like your fruit bowl, your, your bin in the kitchen. You know, they're pretty important things, but sometimes you forget those things. So I was really excited about that. You know, pillows on the couch, like just those little things. And I was getting excited all day for this shop. Anyway, it came to the time that, you know, the, there was, the work was more than I realised, which is totally fine. And, and as it went on, it turned out this shot was a bit later than I realised. And this shop that I was so excited for, I ended up getting there and I can honestly say something that I was so excited for, I could not care less what mat we bought to go under the dining room table. I couldn't care what size bin, what colour bin, I just wanted to get some food. And it was funny that in that moment, all of these things that I want, I was a, I was a compl completely different person. All I could think about was my foot-long subway that I was gonna get, my chicken schnitzel, and I got it, and it was tremendous. But that's all I could think about at the time. It's crazy, this difference. Massive difference. And I think you know where I'm going with this. When we think about it, there's, there's actually a real difference Maybe when we look at our own life and we think, man, how am I gonna act today? How am I gonna speak? How, what am I gonna think? 
And as we look at the Word tonight, as we look at Galatians 5, it's, it's gonna make more sense. But maybe for you as a Christian and being aware of the sin in your life, you can see how there are some times where you are just, if you're being honest, you're just living in sin and you're just being led by your sinful thoughts, your desires, just the things that you wanna do. And the absolute opposite of when you decide that you, you wanna follow Jesus and be obedient to what he calls us to do. There's a, there's a real difference. And maybe for you tonight, as I sort of share that, the, the real difference, maybe for you, you've actually never known of having a relationship with God and actually following Jesus. And maybe that's a whole new thing for you tonight and I'm really excited to share that with you. But maybe for you, there have been times in your life where you look and you think, yeah, I, I was walking really closely with Jesus. And, and it, it was amazing. And, but then you, you think, oh, it's, like, it's a bit like a diet. You know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. And, and that's how you describe it. Because I think we're aware of this real opposite of fully focusing on Jesus or just losing sight and just wanting to do what we wanna do and just, as Sophia said, of, of times of just drifting, just drifting away. And I wonder if you, in, in those moments where, you know, I say it in a joke, but in those moments where all you can think about is food and you're so fixated on it, I wonder for us, if we have that same focus towards Jesus, to say, man, all I wanna do is learn more about Jesus, to know who he is and to follow him. So I'm gonna share tonight from Galatians 5. I'm gonna start in verse 13. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness and orgies and the like. I warn you as I did before that those who walk, those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Man, that, that it just makes it so clear in the Word of God, the difference. If we look at that list of things, 
I think if we're all being honest, we can see in the acts of flesh things in our own life. If we see the fruit of the Spirit and we look at that and we realise that Liam made that so clear tonight and I so appreciated his honesty of the different things that he looked at to give life. And he said it led to nothing. And I think we can all relate to that if we are being honest. And maybe for us, we're in a spot where we're, we're still trying to pursue some things because we think maybe it will give me life. But I wanna say tonight, that Jesus Christ, as Liam and Sophia declared, is the only one that gives life and life is only found in Jesus. So as we look at that and we look at the acts of the flesh and we realise that it doesn't give life. Every, I think we could all honestly say that. But if we see of a life that is following the Spirit, and see what that looks like. See the result of that. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. I think we could say, yeah, actually, I want that to be my life. So how do we do that? Well, it's to walk in the Spirit on a daily basis. But how do we walk in the Spirit on a daily basis? And I just wanna share tonight, essentially sharing the good news of who Jesus Christ is and sharing the life that we have in Him. And I wanna share that in three things. The first, how do do we walk in the Spirit on a daily basis? How do we follow Jesus on a daily basis? Well, I believe the first thing is that we believe that we are forgiven from all unrighteousness. Second thing, that we trust that we are no longer slaves to sin And the third thing, we need to keep our eyes on Jesus. So that first thing, believe that we are forgiven from all unrighteousness. I wanna say that that, it is actually such a privilege to share this with you tonight. And I actually just just felt led then just to pray before um, I go any further. Dearly Father, I I just thank you right now that we have the privilege to hear from you. And I know that you're gonna speak to us through your spirit. And I pray, great God, that we would hear, we would listen and obey and thank you for how much you love us, every single person in this room, amen. So as I said, we are forgiven from all unrighteousness. And I don't say that because I think that, I say that because I believe it because it is from the word of God. In 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. How does Jesus forgive us if we confess? Well, Jesus Christ, the Son of God who lived on this world, who walked on this earth, Jesus Christ who is life, who is the Spirit and who walks perfectly in the Spirit and embodies the fruit of the Spirit died on the cross and rose again so that we could be forgiven. Jesus Christ saved you and me from our sin. Jesus took the weight of death from your sin upon himself so that we could have life and life to the full. I'm gonna keep saying that tonight, but there is no life anywhere else other than in Jesus Christ. 
But as a people, we get very distracted thinking that many other things will give us life. And yeah, don't get me wrong, in different moments, we experience some form of gratification or pleasure or satisfaction, but we know that that soon just we feel even more empty. And I think we can all relate to that, thinking there has to be more, there has to be more, and there is more. Because God says there is life and there is life to the full in Him. So that is what I wanna say, that we are forgiven from all unrighteousness. One of, the, one of the things I do here is I get to hang out um, with the kids in kids ministry. And one of the things when we use words like sin, sometimes it's like, what, what does that mean? When you're describing that to someone that might be in kindy or prep or to try to break that down. And, and, and what I often say is sin is when we think we know better than God, is when we think we have a better way. And I wanna say that we are forgiven from thinking that we know better than God. We are forgiven from our rebellion against God. We are forgiven from walking our own way and doing our own thing. And we are forgiven from disobeying His voice. And I wanna say that to you tonight. You might be sitting there thinking, there's no way a holy God, an amazing Father could forgive me for what I've done. But can I just say, this is a truth. He has. So you are forgiven. If you confess and have faith that you are forgiven, you are forgiven. It's it's the greatest, it is the greatest news. So it moves on to, if we know that we are forgiven, then we are actually no longer slaves to sin. And I get this from the Word of God in Galatians 5 at the top of the chapter, in verse one. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and don't let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Then I'm gonna drop down to verse 13. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. And I wanna say that that for us, and it sounds pretty full on to say, but it's a reality that we have actually been slaves to sin. That that is what we know and that is just what we do. But because Jesus Christ died on the cross for us and died to the power of sin, that means we are set free. So it doesn't, that means we do not need to just keep on sinning. When I was looking at it and, and looking at it in different commentaries, one of them was talking about the fact that Paul is making a distinction between the freedom to sin and the freedom to serve. And in this, it's not a license to just keep on sinning because that means we're going back into slavery. That's what Paul's saying. Don't, don't go back into slavery. You've been set free from that. It's pretty full on to think, but if we are a slave to sin, it actually means we're a slave to Satan. But we can be a slave to Christ. And I wanna share that with you. And, and it's this beautiful thing that if, if we've been a slave to sin, that is the only life that we know of, but there is so much more on offer. <laughs> there is a whole new life. And we heard that tonight, which is so powerful, that there's this whole other life on offer in God. But if we haven't 
if we haven't experienced that, all that we know is being a slave to sin. And if I think about that, I think about just in this past week for me, as I've maybe cooked more than I've cooked maybe in my long 22 years of living on this earth. And one of the things that I cooked a fair few times this week was rice. And I never realised that I could cook rice on the stove and it didn't need to be gluggy, mixed together, soaking wet and like mashed potato. I thought that that's what happened. And when my very patient girlfriend showed me that actually you can have rice and the individual grains stay individual. What? That is amazing. I didn't know that this was on offer. I didn't know that you could have a meal and this rice could be different to mashed potato. I didn't know that you had a choice to have mashed potato with one meal and rice with the other. It's this whole new world. And you're laughing right now. But imagine tasting rice and their individual grains. Imagine putting your spoon in the rice and these grains falling off. And other times I would, I would go and it would get stuck and the whole thing of rice would come with my spoon. It's this new life. I've experienced it this week. And can I say my lunches have never been so good. But, but what I wanna share tonight is there is a whole new life when we are not a slave to sin and we've been set free and now we can be a follower of Jesus. And this isn't just my idea. This isn't my optimistic thought. This is from the Word of God. This is a truth. And I wanna share that with you tonight. It's from Romans 6, 15 to 23. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? By no means. Don't you know that when you offer yourself to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves to the one you obey. Whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sins, you've come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. I'm using an example from everyday life because of your human limitations. Just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to ever-increasing wickedness, so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness, leading to holiness. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. What benefit did you reap at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? Those things result in death. It's, it's so clear tonight. There is no life. There is no life outside of Christ. But now that you have been set free from sin, you have become slaves of God. The benefit you reap leads to holiness and the result is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And I really ask you that tonight. Are we gonna be a slave to sin? Are we gonna be a slave to righteousness? We've been set free. We are forgiven from all unrighteousness. We are no longer slaves. So now we can follow Jesus. And the last thing that I wanted to share with you tonight, my third point is that we need to keep our eyes on Jesus. What can happen is, 
We can see that we're forgiven, which is amazing. We can understand that we're no longer slaves to sin. But then we can look at the fruit of the Spirit and see love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and we can think, man, I just wanna be more like that. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna try to be patient. I'm just gonna be patient. I'm just gonna be patient. I'm just gonna be patient. And we, what we do is we, we actually see it as, and I know this might sound a little bit, but as studying it, I saw the different. We see it as the fruits of the Spirit, of, of all these different things. And I'm gonna attain this, and then I'm gonna attain this, and then I'm going to. But it's actually the fruit of the Spirit. It's the result of the Spirit. So it's when we keep our eyes on Jesus, there will be love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. That will be in our life. The fruit will be in our life. That will be the result of following Jesus. Because when we're a slave to sin, we are focused on ourselves and what we want. We're focused on what will make us feel good. We're focused on what the things that we want. So now that we're no longer slaves, it's not about now being like, okay, now I want to be, I want to be patient and I want to, and even though that sounds good, we then put our eyes back on ourselves. When we, what God is calling us to, it is the fruit of the Spirit. We need to keep our eyes on Jesus and the results will come. But, but our thing is to follow Jesus, to hear His voice and obey. And I want to look at that and think, what does that really practically look like? When I look at this, maybe I just have a simple mind, but, and, I, and I do, don't worry about that. But, <laughs> but when I look at this, I think, no, 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 what, is, what does this really look like for me? Like, what does that look like tonight? What does that look like for me tomorrow? What, what, what does it look like on a daily basis? And as I thought about it and really reflected on my own life, that's in moments when we're hanging out with friends when we're with people and we have this opportunity to gossip. Well, we have this thought of, yeah, I really wanna share this story. It's funny. It's, you know, everyone will relate. All of these things, oh, I want to do this. And the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit says, Ty, don't do that. That's not bringing life. That's, that's not what I want. And I have that opportunity in that moment to be obedient to the voice of God or to sin. It's actually, it's like that. It's in this moment that I decide I'm actually gonna shut my mouth and I'm not gonna speak and I'm not gonna share this. And it's not, it's not that all of a sudden I've just become awesome or really self-disciplined. It's in that moment of hearing God's voice and obeying that I actually experience life and see the character of God. How beautiful is it that God's heart is that He loves every single person? And then he doesn't want us to speak poorly of our brothers and sisters because that is God's children who he loves deeply. So it's in that moment that we actually see the heart of God and we think, oh man, I don't wanna speak like that. Not because all of a sudden I'm this really high and mighty great person, but I've turned to Jesus and said, Jesus, I wanna follow you. And that is not what you would do. That is not what you do. In the same way of lust, of these moments where we think that we need something, that we think that we really want something. And God says, no, no, don't do that. I want you to love and respect people. And I actually wanna give you life. I, I don't want you to experience some high and then afterwards feel even worse. I want you to actually know life in me. And I want you to see and experience my heart. It's the same with our finances. Like when we're in moments where we are so gripped by our finances, of clinging onto it. And, and the voice of God says, I want you to 
buy this person lunch. Super simple. And in that moment, we think, no, I can't do that because then I wouldn't have enough money and, you know, all these different things. But in that moment, when we actually hear the voice of God, in that moment, we, we turn to God and we see God and we realize there is life in Him and He says that He will provide. He says that He will look after us. So I'm putting my trust in Jesus right now and not in myself. So we have opportunities daily and I would, I would say minute by minute to hear the voice of God and to follow and to experience life in Him. And what I really wanted to focus on is when we see the fruit of the Spirit, and I said that at the start, the acts of the flesh and the fruit of the Spirit, it is not this focus of I'm just going to attain these things and I'm just going to do better. Because when that is our heart and we're not actually turned and looking at Jesus, there's, there's actually not love. Love is not a result. And I see this in Galatians 5.14. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. And I wanna read 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak in tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and cannot fathom all mysteries and knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. Get this. This is, this is what I'm saying. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I, have, I gain nothing. God calls us to, to believe that we have been forgiven from all unrighteousness, to trust that we're no longer slaves to sin, and then to keep our eyes on Jesus, to follow the Spirit, and there will be deep love within our heart. Because the results, when love, joy, peace, patience, kindness is in our life, we are so aware that that is only God because we know, well, that's not, that's not who I am. That is God living inside of me. So as I invite the band back up tonight, I really, I really encourage you. And, and it, sounds, it sounds super harsh, but there is freedom on offer. Do we wanna be slaves to sin or slaves to Christ. As I shared at the start of being so hungry and so fixated on food that that's all I could think about. There is on offer for us to be so focused on Jesus. We can only do that through the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. And I really wanna encourage us that we are, we are church, we are the body of believers. And we are to encourage one another to walk in this spirit on a daily basis because there will be times where we stuff up. There will be times where we go to gratify, gratify our flesh. But it's in those moments then that we turn to God and we say, I just, I just experienced death. I feel it, I know it, but there is life and there is life in you and I wanna to listen to your voice and I'm turning to you right now. And there is forgiveness in Jesus. There is forgiveness. That is the best news. So let's walk in the Spirit every single day to hear His voice and to obey.
And that for you could be a range of things. Maybe for you, God's been really calling you to to be baptised, to share how you are following Jesus, how you are learning to listen to His voice and follow. And I know for me, having Liam and Sophia share tonight, that is so encouraging. That encourages me in my faith to say, yeah, true. There is no life found in those other things. That when we drift away from God, there is no life. And it is the greatest message. And, and I, it's actually been such a privilege to share this with you tonight, that you are forgiven from all unrighteousness. You are no longer slaves. And let's keep our eyes on Jesus and live in the Spirit on a daily basis. But we need to encourage each other as a church. We need to check in with each other. We need to share with one another. Let me pray. Dearly Father, I want to thank you for your word. Thank you that you speak to us so clearly. Thank you that there is life in you. And I thank you. There are people here tonight that are thinking, I knew there had to be something more and there is. There is good news in Jesus Christ. And Lord, there are people that are listening right now that are thinking, I I don't know what the next step is, but I know that I want something different. And and that is to see you, Jesus. You've revealed who you are through your word. And I pray that right now, that they would commit their life to you. And I'm gonna pray this prayer. And if you wanna pray this in your heart right now, I confess my sin. Thank you that I am forgiven. Jesus, I want to follow you. Please teach me to know you. Thank you that there is life in you. Amen. And I, and I encourage you tonight that if you've made that decision to share that with people, let me pray for you. Lord, I just pray for those people that have just decided to follow you, that have admitted that there is no life outside of you. Thank you that there is life in you, Jesus Christ. And let us share that with the people around us. There are people that are not experiencing life, that are in death right now, but we have the good news. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. I encourage you to stand to your feet now. We are gonna worship our great and mighty God together. We are forgiven. We have a new life and let us walk in that freedom.
God, we want to come before you in fresh surrender. And so we want to build our life on Christ and Christ alone. Lord God, forgive us for when we look to the left and to the right, Lord, when we try to build our life on things that are around us and not on the, uh, the truth that, Lord God, you are the creator, you are the author, and you are the perfecter of our faith. And Lord, we just invite your Holy Spirit, Lord, right now, maybe you just want to even open up your hands and say, Holy Spirit, I invite your power to change my life. 
And Lord, thank you in Colossians 1, it says, For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him and is before all things and in him all things hold together. Jesus, we believe that as a church. All things are held together by You, Lord. And so I just pray throughout this week, Father, we'll be people in Your Word, people uh, seeking You in prayer, people encouraging each other in community, Lord God. And Father, may we seek no other face, no other name, but the name of Jesus, because that is where rivers of living water flow from. That is where true life comes from, Lord. Society will breathe lies. Satan will breathe lies. But Your Word speaks truth. And so, Lord God, we surrender ourselves afresh in the name of Jesus. And all God's people said, Amen. Hey, we'd love to pray for you as well. If you're online, uh, we would love to pray for you. Make sure you email through. And we have got a team that would love to do that. And if you're in here, there's pastoral team up the front. We'd love to pray for you, do life with you. We'd love to tell you more about Jesus if you're discovering that as well. Uh, but we're going to spend time now just meeting and hanging out with each other and going out the back, eating it copious amounts of sushi if you're into that as well in the connections lounge up the back but god bless see you next week have a great time and connect groups throughout the week as well god bless